The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's been a long day. Grab a cold drink and step into the man cave. Your hosts, Ray Austin and J.D. Harris, are getting the discussion together, so it's sure to be an exciting hour of fun and talk. We want to hear from you, too, so get ready to speak your mind. We don't judge here. Now your hosts of The Man Cave, J.D. Harris and Ray Austin. Well, welcome back. It's that special day. Ray, do you know what day it is? It's it, uh, Oh, this is supposed to be the joke. I forgot. My bad. What day is it? Oh, my gosh. What? Is that the way you're supposed to say? You, you, you stink. You stink. What? It's Wednesday, it's hump day, and we back up in the cave. Man, I was trying That's to set you up. up. I was trying to set you up. Yeah, whatever. Never yeah. mind. A little slow in your delivery there. I'm <laughs> just not there with you right now. <laughs> we ain't we ain't practice our material before we got on the state on on, on on radio, man. Dang. You all messed up. You think you're on Broadway now? I know you showtime, Ray. You know. Hey, listeners, y'all can't see my shirt right now. But I'm representing big with the with the with the vintage on. You see it, Jay. What is that? What is that right there, baby? I don't know. Can you spell it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I got that, y'all. The audience out there, radio people, we got that uh, orange and white on today. I'm I'm rocking it hard today, as we got we got we got a real fun person that I can't wait to to share y'all with today. We all we come from that orange blood. We bleed that orange blood, JD. You don't know nothing about that orange blood, baby. You cut me right now, I just bleed orange, just all over the place. Cream sickle, Ray? You cream sickle dog? I ain't even A positive. I'm T negative. It's not even blood. <laughs> ain't that right? Tell him, tell him, tell him, Big Haynes, ain't that right? That's exactly right. T negative. <laughs> we we want to introduce you to one of uh man, probably one of the one of the, the greatest D linemen that came out of UT. I mean, I loved watching this guy when I was I was actually playing on Sundays. He was on Saturdays, and we were just waiting for him to play on Sundays because he played for Sunday on Sundays for years. Uh, what ten years, I think it was. And uh, man, just an exciting guy to play to, to, to see play. He represented Tennessee very very well. You know, in all aspects. I say that <laughs> the monster, the swag, everything. But introducing my buddy, my boy, Mister Albert Hainsworth. What's going on, Pippin? Uh, not much. What's going on with you? What are you? You uh, you in you in Tennessee in the country, or you you're in Florida? You in Japan? I mean, all that money you got, man. What's what's good? What are you doing? I'm in old good old Cleveland, Tennessee, small old town. Uh, outside of Knoxville, that's where I'm at right now. Just hang wow. out. You you on a tractor? You, you what are, what are you doing? Playing golf? Talk to talk to. What did you do? <laughs> I am actually just uh, laying on the couch right now, watching some TV. Nothing nothing special. <laughs> just relax. So what else happens in retired life? Say again. Uh, what else happens in retired life from the NFL? Uh, what else are you involved in? What's, what's going on? 
Uh, well, you get a lot, you got a lot of free time. Um, I mean, I've been watching a lot of games. Uh, you know, I've been watching UT a lot. I've been going to yes, a lot sir. of their games and stuff like that. Right. Uh, my girlfriend, she's a uh, color commentator for like uh, Fox Sports, uh, SEC Network, and uh, ESPN. Okay. So when she when she travels, uh, Brittany Brittany Jackson. So whenever she travels, um, uh, sometimes I go with her. So I've been catching a lot of a lot of women SEC games lately. So any particular player and any sports stand out to you right now that you're like, man, this dude has a bright future ahead of him. Well, in, in women's basketball, I'm gonna say uh, South Carolina's was pretty impressive. Um, okay. I mean, they look pretty good, you know. Like yeah, they're yeah. A very big, athletic women's team. And then, uh, of course, you know, as far as college football. Definitely going to say UT. I think we're definitely on the right track. Uh, we got a lot of got a lot of talent around us, and we're bringing in more talent. And the guys believe, you know, more than ever in Coach Jones. So uh, I'm just excited to, to watch, you know, watch this game uh, and, this upcoming season. It's going to be a great thing. And I and I and I was you know we were just joking a little bit after you know before we got started but you know <clears throat> people don't really know you know you, you hear the stories of the rumors and you know don't get me wrong you got you know University of Miami they've got that you know that whole documentary on Thirty for Thirty which is amazing I get that but yeah you know you there's a lot of other schools out there that's got some real strong tradition and you know Southern Cal is one of them but you know people don't realize the the, the it's a cult you know University of Tennessee. Tennessee Volunteers is a cult, man. It's it's a, it's 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 probably one of the best decisions I made when I, you know, you're picking where I was going to go. And Albert, you probably can say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it was unbelievable. It's, it, you go to a game, and a third of the town is there. It's, right, right. You, know, you got 110,000 people in a in a sea of orange. <laughs> cheering for you. I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, there's no other college experience like that. I know there's right. like one or two other stadiums that might be bigger. I don't think maybe just one that might be bigger than ours. And it's uh, Michigan. Yeah. I don't think Michigan compares anything to like UT. And I don't get me wrong, Michigan's a great uh, story uh university but mm. you know comparing the ut and the, the atmosphere when you're in neyland stadium yeah. and you're running out that tee and you having people just go absolutely insane for you i mean it's unbelievable man so I, so, it, it was so almost a downgrade though what, you, what made you select university of tennessee well like i i took uh took four visits of course one was to tennessee my first visit was to georgia and Georgia was nice. It just, uh, and actually, believe it or not, Georgia was kind of like my first choice. Really? But, uh, but it didn't seem like over there. It just didn't kind of seem real. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't. It's, it's kind of hard to explain. It's been years, and I still think about this. It just didn't seem. I mean, it just didn't seem real. I don't know. Everything looked and, and felt good. <clears throat> but it was almost too good. 
So gotcha. like, uh, and then the next year, you know, Jim, like once I go to college, so after my freshman year, Jim Diamond gets fired. So that's a whole different story. So I'm glad I didn't pick it. And uh, yeah, I mean, they were my first choice, but really honestly, Tennessee kind of just felt like home. It felt natural. My mom really liked Coach Fulmer. She liked the, the entire staff, the you know, educational staff and everything. So we got along really well, and I mean, that's kind of why I chose it. Yeah, and that's a good thing, and that's the one thing about Tennessee. They all the the there's the family inside the program, but there's also that external family outside of it that kind of you know, Miss Jackson. We 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 all still call her Mama <laughs> to this day. Hey, exactly. She, yep. She you know what I mean? Uh, she South she's Carolina. touched so many of us, haven't she, man? Oh yeah. I mean, she came up to South Carolina uh, to see me before I came up. I mean, and you know, I mean, like that was big. Like you don't right. see that. Other places, you just don't. Right, and I, I remember that. If it wasn't for her, man, I wouldn't have. I don't even think I would have graduated. So, big shots out to Miss Jackson. Me being outside the circle, who's Miss Jackson? Can you expound on that a little bit? Uh, Miss Jackson, she is. Um, she was almost like a student advisor. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's kind of pretty much the mama of the team. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I mean, she was she was the lady there. It's gonna you're doing wrong. She's gonna she's gonna freaking tell you about it if you're doing it right. You know, she'll she'll pat you on the back. So, I mean, she was always there for you, like no matter what. And she ended up going uh, once she left UT. Uh, she ended up going to um, uh, working for my agent. I was gonna and say kinda, that, right? Yeah, she she ended up working with you guys. And that and that, yeah. that probably was a blessing too. So, man, that that's yep. that's awesome. Now, what was it like? I mean, in a, playing for Fisher, Tennessee, uh, and balling out to get at that at one time one of the biggest free agent contracts in NFL history. What was that like going into free agency? Free agency was. Pretty nuts. I mean, um, I don't know. I kind of just went by with a blink of an eye. Uh, you know, you know, I was there in Tennessee for seven years, and you know, for some reason, I was thinking that uh, I was thinking that uh, you know Tennessee was going to step up to the plate, and I was going to you know be back at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Of course, that didn't happen, and and then I started like. Uh, Looking at other teams because um, well, I guess Tennessee was going to you know, step up. So I looked at you know Tampa and Washington and really Atlanta. I liked Atlanta because that was close to home. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Teams that where I was thinking about possibly could go. Um, mm-hmm. And to be honest, like I thought. I thought Tampa was probably my first choice. You know, I don't know why I didn't go there, but well, actually, I know okay. exactly why I didn't go there because uh, I felt it was like going to uh, Tennessee again, and I didn't want to. Um, I wanted to have like more exposure, I guess, because playing at Tennessee for the last, you know, for those seven years, it's like three years, you know, playing. Like being one of the top defensive tackles, 
you don't get any, you don't really get any pub because it's a small market. You know, like I can see guys on, uh, you know, on, on other teams that's in bigger markets that do similar or less things than I did. And that's like on the top 10 plays. And, you know, things that I did, you know, I really didn't get any puffs. So I was like, I didn't want to go to Tampa because I wanted to be more, you know, more showcased and like, hey, let me show you what I can do and, and then the world can see it. That's a that's an interesting statement that you had because we talked about this last week, JD, when we talked about Sue being in different markets and would that be a good thing for him or or a bad thing for him? But, but to hear what you what you just said, that's a that's a very interesting uh, look, way to look at it. Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to. I go it was like I wanted to go, uh, you know, go to the Hall of Fame. I wanted to I wanted to be the elite player. You know, I wanted to be, you know. Like right behind Reggie White, you know, right. really what my uh, what my goal was. So, um, uh, Albert, what was like some of the key factors, I guess, that attracted to attracted you at that time to Washington? Well, really, like uh, uh, what did I got? You know, I watched. I looked before I even talked to them. I looked at their media. They had like the tenth largest. Uh, media outlet in the world. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, that, you know, it's like right next to New York and, and, and LA and things like that. So I'm like, okay. Um, and then I talked to the team and I talked to the higher ups. It was like, uh, you know, Dan Snyder and, uh, Benny, uh, Serrano, um, and a couple other guys. Uh, I talked to Jim, you know, Jim Zorn, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they were saying, "Hey, we want you to play just like Tennessee. We're gonna mold the defense, you know, around. Uh, it's gonna be just like Tennessee's defense. So we want you to do the same exact things." They like, "Okay, you know, I mean, that was great, great right. to hear. It's like we're gonna run games, you know, as like pass rush moves and things like that, and, and we just want you to really create havoc, maybe even do more." Uh, here than you did at Tennessee. And uh, mm-hmm. I was like, they felt like they had better players uh, at at, uh, at Washington. So they was like, yeah, you, you know, they're not going to be able to double you. you know, I think you'll be free, free to go and, and, and really get after. Cool. So, uh, I mean, that was, you know, that was something I wanted to hear and thought it was awesome, but of course that didn't really happen. <laughs> Well, and we're we're going to take a quick break in a second. We're going to get back into that, and then we're going to go into free agency because this is a very interesting perspective. Most fans don't get to hear this uh, this aspect of it from a player's perspective. So uh, we'll be back in a few. Uh, go take a break. Ray, go walk your dog <laughs> and flush the toilet. <laughs> uh, we'll flush. be back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. Look, I made this show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the Big Brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's, come on, let's play drug code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. Uh, we're going to play some porno music or not, and this is the game that we play that you're going to hear some music, and it's either from a porno or it's not. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Thank you, LaFonda. <laughs> so we're back and we're, we have our guest, uh, Albert Hainsworth, in, and we're talking about uh, his experience as a free agent. And uh, for those of you that don't know, at that time, uh, he was one of the highest paid uh, free agents since Reggie White, our defense lineman and stuff. So uh, we're going now back to you went to Washington and they were, uh, you know, explaining how they were going to use you very similar to how you were done in um, Tennessee. What was the difference, like the issue, uh, the difference between uh, playing a three technique or a defensive tackle versus a nose guard or whatnot uh, in the three four system that they were implementing in uh, Washington during that time, Albert? Well, a defensive. Uh, uh, nose guard. Sorry, uh, nose guard is uh, totally different. They're like there's you know guys that attack and there's the guys that kind of read. So and, and attacking is you don't worry about you know what the offense is doing. The offense worries about you. You know because you're going to create havoc. You're going to uh, really disrupt the play. While reading nose guard or reading defense, uh, you know, really you're just kind of trying to 
still what the offense is doing and then and try to flow that way and you're gonna try to grab uh the offensive lineman and you let your your linebackers or, or whatever run through. I mean completely different, something I've never experienced before until I got to uh Washington. And one of the things is uh that we noticed like in having coached, I'm a offense. I'm a guy with an offensive background, and and you're completely right. And to see a guy that had a career of penetrating, causing hell, uh, like a suit, um, versus a guy that's you know kind of being a Vince Wilfork and holding up and watching, and again, it's totally different. And um, so going along with that, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, we posted on the Man Caves uh, page. It was an article that was that mentioned you and your advice to some free agents and things like that. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you were saying and things of that as it regards to free agency. What are what's some advice that you would give young players? Well, I mean, uh, you know, there's no place kind of like home. If that makes any sense. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're if you're a free agent or if you're a guy that's been in free agency and you're a big guy, you know, like what Sue was, like a big like somebody's gonna be after you, you already know you already know what you like what defense you run at home. Like mm-hmm. you know that. Like mm-hmm. there is no guessing, you know, they don't really think that they're gonna switch it up on you. Everything like that, they're gonna pretty much use you the way you've been used before to become, you know, highly uh, touted, like uh, um, you know, free agent. So, I mean, that's one thing to say. Like, you can think and look, and they can dangle a lot of money at you, right. but you, know, you might not have the same uh, same career as. You would if you had stayed at where you, where, you know, where you came from, and, and you always mm-hmm. think that's that a good point. on the other side, like you, I mean, you always do. Right. Um, like I love Tennessee, but I didn't really realize that until after I left. You know, so uh, man, this, you know, that's just things about it. Like you, you don't know what's going to happen. Like you can't, you can't see what's going to happen. Wish you could. I mean, I wish I could. Mm-hmm. I would do a lot of things different, but you know, you can't. So you have to live and learn. And that's a, and that's 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 an interesting statement because a lot of guys, you know, just because they were all pro or or great in one scheme, and then they get traded to another team, and they go, and you know, fans go, "Oh, that guy sucks now. Oh, that guy's no good." Well, you know, they come from different schemes, and and sometimes, uh, you know, moving a safety to, you know, he has to play instead of the whole field. You know, some some schemes have safeties playing just one side of the field. He's either a left safety or a right safety, or a strong safety or a free safety. Nowadays, they they intertwine. Now, the free is the strong, strong is the free. You know, there's there's they have different capabilities to do different things in different schemes now and that can change a person's game up you know a lot a, a, a whole lot yeah exactly I mean I, I I tell people to look at it like this way it was like well you're just, you're still playing football I said mm-hmm. okay I said alright you got a doctor you got a you got a you know a family physician 
Would you want that family physician to do uh, heart surgery on you? I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's a doctor. Well, you right, know, right. when you trust them to do that, I mean, no, just because he's a doctor doesn't mean that he can do every single thing. Same thing right. on football. Just because you're a football player doesn't mean that you're going to be great at a nose tackle or attacking defense or whatever, you know. It really depends on how the system is and, and how it fits you best. Yeah. Uh, and I, I got I to ask one personal question. Where, and you made a comment or a statement that said you fell out of love for football. And, and you know, me and J.D. always say, you know, football is that ex-girlfriend, you know. <laughs> you, you can't stand them, but you always love them in the sense that they, 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 they always mess up in your life. But right now you just can't stand them. You don't want nothing to do with them. Is that, tell us what that means for you. You know, you, you fell out of love for football. What, is that, what does that mean for you? Because it just it got to where it wasn't wasn't like fun anymore. I mean, it was it really became a job. Uh, and I know people are like, "Oh, you're getting paid all this money." It is a job. Like, no, if you're if you're doing this just for the money, you're in the wrong sports. Like, mm-hmm. totally. Like, you should love football. Like, I love playing. You know, with the Titans. I mean, it was just fun. It was, to destroy teams and, and, and for offenses just to literally fear you and not even know what to do or how to figure things out. I mean, like, that's unbelievable to me, you know? And mm. and it, it took a little bit, you know, being at Washington, I was, like, getting frustrated and I would say stuff. And, I, and, and it wasn't right for me to always say stuff, but I was trying to, like, hey, man, you know, let's – get back to, like, what I did in Tennessee, you know. I, I wasn't trying to compare it to Tennessee, but, like, hey, this is what we did. We just played ball. You know, we went out there right. and played ball and, you know, had fun. I mean, we're laughing, joking. You know I mean? Like, we couldn't wait to get on the field, you know, like, uh, and, like, practice. Like, we, we used practice as, like, a battleground, like, to destroy the offense. I mean, our offense had no problems with other defenses, really, you know. I mean, right, that's, right. that's the whole whole deal and you know when I went into Washington it wasn't like that I mean it wasn't like that it wasn't it, it became more of a job you know a mm-hmm. chore and mm-hmm. like as time went on like I just kind of stopped loving it you know mm-hmm. and I, that sucked because this is something I've, I've done since I was you know six years old never missed a year like mm-hmm. I, I love to put fear in people's eyes, you know, by doing, you know, things that they didn't think big people could do, you know. Right. And watching you, I I remember that and I was like, this boy is a beast. And not to That's be a big dude running boy. and moving like that. It's just me being a little older at that time. But I was like, man, this dude is about the business. <laughs> man. I, gotta, yeah, I have to ask you this last fun. question, uh, Haynes, before we go to a uh, uh, break. But w- w- what's your thoughts on the whole, you know, the guys retiring, the head trauma? You know, what's your, you know, are you having any, you know, issues after the game? You know, I know I've, I've be honest, I've had mine, but I want to know, you know, you played 10 years. I only played four. So what's, you no? Know, how is anything affecting you at this point? Yeah, I mean, I had some, uh, had some major issues, uh, like just a few months ago, like literally, 
in November, at the very beginning of November, I almost died. I, uh, I was in the hospital for 10 days, or a lot of people don't know that, and uh, I didn't tell my family until after I got, got out and got to feeling better, but I had uh, two brain aneurysms uh, that were rupturing, like, and I just was feeling horrible, so I went in, and uh, my doctor, who knows me, he's a good friend of mine, he kept going through doing all these tests and tests and tests, and he finally did a, a spinal tap, and the pressure was three times the amount of what it's supposed to be, and um, yeah. then he did a, a MRA, which is you never hear of. You think of MRI, it's mm. an MRA that actually sees the blood vessels in the brain, and and they saw uh, a huge aneurysm. Um, probably about an inch and a half, two inches above my uh, left eye. Gee, wow. So, so I was in the hospital for 10 days. They did surgery. Uh, they went up through my groin and put like nine coils and up in my brain. Uh, and when they went in, uh, they saw another aneurysm in the back. So uh, the first surgery is on a Wednesday. The second one is on a Friday. And they went back and uh, fixed that. Well, I want to. I, I want to. I want to keep you just for one second, else, brother. I want. I, I want to really talk about this this head trauma stuff because it's been on my mind and and on my brain. So, we're gonna come back to you in a minute, man cave guys. Stick around. Awesome. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. It's time for a look at sports from Behind the Lens with Pete Delonzo. This show provides an inside focus on what goes on in the sports world that you don't hear about on most sports talk radio shows. There have been a lot of changes in the way sports on television is presented. This includes rules, looks, and attitudes. Pete Delonzo has a 30-year-plus Emmy Award-winning career working behind the scenes in sports coverage. Now you can get the real story, Behind the Lens with Pete Delonzo. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Sports. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144, 1-888-346-9144, or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Thanks, Laverne. We appreciate it. want to give back 
to what we were just talking about with Mr. Hainsworth. Um, and I, I just wanted people to hear, you know, this from someone that's played, you know, 10 years and I can't even imagine how many games and and the, you know, the car crash of collisions that he has to do on a daily basis, you know, as a job. And and I say this taking, you know, and everybody talks about money and all that. And I love that last statement you made, man. Like, do you do this? If you do this for the money, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. And you, you're exactly right. This is a, a passion and a love that was put into us since we were little kids. And, you know, I wanted you to express, you know, some of the things that you were going through physically and, you know, the whole brain trauma with, you know, the guys retiring and, you know, is the, has the game changed that much? Cause I've never, ever in our, in our, our life that, that, you know, watch football ever heard, you know, guys retiring based off of, you know, the, the effects of, you know, brain trauma or whatnot. And I just wanted to hear from your, you know, just to tell us some more about your story about now you're, you know, out of, out of the game, you know, what things do you have uh, problems with on a daily basis? I mean, it's, it's almost everything. You know, uh, people who have never played football or, or never played in the NFL, um, an NFL football game is equivalent to a major car accident, like a, a major car accident, meaning where you're all bruised up, beat up, I mean, sores, hard to walk, you know, things like that. That's that's what an NFL game is like. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. who, honest, who funny who told me this was Jeff Fisher. Uh, I was in a car accident and um, I went back to practice. It was like during the summer, and I didn't do anything. I mean, he was like, how you feel? I said, so I felt like crap. I mean, uh, and he's like, I really feel bad, like really bruised up. He said, kind of like after a game. I said, exactly. And this was summertime. And hmm. it's just like, exactly. So that's what it is. It's a major car accident. That's what it feels like. I mean, so every Sunday, you're going to feel like you've been in a major car accident. So how many every days it takes you to get over that before you go back out there and play? And that's what it is. Right. right. Uh now, I'm going to ask you this, Albert. Uh, in today's NFL, is there a particular player or team that really stands out to you? Like, you're like, man, this team or this dude is a bona fide baller? Um, I mean, there's a, there's a few guys out there that I think are just, uh, you know, really, really good players and up-and-coming players. You know, one, I think, uh, the quarterback position is uh, is Andrew Luck. I think he's going to be uh, the next superstar. I think he's going to be uh, a Hall of Famer. If he continues the way he is, I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, we still, we still have our, our guys as I think, our top quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, I think my number one is Tom Brady. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I know. I know. But Tom Brady is probably my number one best quarterback. I think Peyton Manning. I think uh, you know Aaron Rodgers. I would say uh, 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 Andrew Luck's gonna be in the top five. You know, one of those mm-hmm. guys. So, um, I mean, I think that kid is gonna be a, a very good quarterback and, and just on his way. Um, as far as other guys. Um, I think Nick Farley, 
is a is a very good player. He's probably one of the closest players I think uh, to like what that played like me. Um, mm. Guy super strong. He's probably stronger than I am. Super strong. Can stop and run. You know, just pure power. Uh, can run over offensive linemen and, and get pressure and get sacks. So uh, that's a guy that stands out to me. That's going to be uh, really good if he continues to go on his on the way he's been going. Uh, he's going to be, you know, a Hall of Famer for sure. Gotcha. Now, in your playing days, who was the dude? I mean, because knowing that you were strong and fast and powerful, who was someone that you knew you had to bring your lunch pail to work when you had to play them <laughs> in the trenches? Uh, it was probably uh, Steve Hutchison was a very, mm. very strong mm. guy. Uh, that, like, it was hard to couldn't run over him. Couldn't just run over him. And then also was uh, Nix. Was a great, great offensive lineman. I thought uh, for for the uh, the Saints. And then uh, somebody I always hated playing. Like literally, just hated playing all the time. Was Chester Pitts. Mm. I hated playing Chester and. And, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, he probably hated playing me, but it, it was always a war. <laughs> and, and, you know, guys just brought his lunch bell, I brought mine, but I just hated playing against that guy. We played against each other, you know, twice a year. I mean, a good dude, but I just honestly hated playing against that guy. He was probably the guy I hated playing, playing against the most. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I got to ask this question, too, because we all – especially when the guys are out and done and playing the thing that everybody asks, man, what do you miss the most? And usually it's that locker room. Everybody misses the locker room. Everybody misses the, you know, the time around the, the your, your fellas when it's not, you know, when you're not playing football, it's just the hangout time and stuff like that. You got to give us one quick memorable story of, I don't, if you were with the Titans, if it was with, the, you know, the Bucks, you know, pay whatever. And it, what's, what is a, remem- a memorable story that you just like, I got to tell I got to tell these guys this story. <laughs> well, there's, there's <laughs> and, and keep it and keep PG now, PG thirteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, and that's coming game. from the guy that curses on the radio show. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I tend to forget we're on the radio, so but you know what I mean. <laughs> but there's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of fun fun stories. I mean, uh, you know, when you're in a group of guys, you bond, you bond with them. And they become really like your brothers, like your extended family. Uh, and every year, uh, with our rookies, you know, we made those guys, you know, it was like tormenting, tormenting little brothers. So things we'd do is, uh, you know, we'd tie up our rookies, you know, shave their heads, tie them to the goalpost, and like dump powder and ketchup, mustards, Gatorades, I mean, almost anything we can get our hands on. And dump it all over them, and you know, and then and then take their clothes and throw them in the cold tub, and like See? pretty much bury them under the cold tub, so they had to dive in the cold <laughs> tub and get it, you know, because we put them up under the metal benches. And, I mean, we did a lot of lot of crazy, crazy things, and that's pretty much the PG or the or right. the G-rated <laughs> versions. I could I could tell you guys about, but I mean, other times I could tell you about just. Crazy stuff like that. We have uh, coaches. One of my, one of my, about 
probably the best coach I ever had is Jim Washburn. Was probably one of the, also the craziest coach I ever had. I mean, things he would do and, and say, I mean, it was just, I mean, blow your mind, blow your mind. But <laughs> I look back, I mean, it was just fun, man. It was a blast. It was unbelievable. Um, I'm not just glad I got to experience it and, and, and uh, you know, just to play the game like I did. Man, I tell you, that's what's up. That, and, and I think everybody has those, you know, and I, and those those stories. And I think people, you know, those with those are the things that people want to hear that they don't get a chance to see the the normalcy of 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 actual pro athletes and and just the fun and the you know the silliness that we had. And you know, I don't know. I think Jay Graham was gone when you were at, at Tennessee, but guys like him, you know, and just those guys that were just hilarious and just fun to be around. You know, that you go to war with, you la- you laugh with, you. Yeah, you, you, you get angry with, you fight with, but you know it's all family. It's all about family. Yeah, exactly, That's exactly right. And then once you go to the league, it even gets more stronger because you're there every day. Yeah, there's there's no class in between or anything like that. So you're there for eight hours every day. Once you go into the NFL, man, big difference. Big, big difference. And you're right, where, where you said it, it, it became a job. It, you know, coming from college and going into the NFL, it, I remember I was sitting with uh, uh, Aaron Glenn and he said something to me. He said, you are a businessman now, you know, and to see, to hear what you said about the, you know, the different markets is you, you became a businessman. You started understanding, you know, that, you know, Albert Hainsworth was a, was a brand. And you have to find the best place to input your business, your brand, and whatever team that is for you to, to succeed. I mean, that's that that not a lot of people say those type of things on the radio. They they talk about the other things, but they don't talk about the business side of of football. So that's that's big ups for you, man. Good. I mean, I'm I'm proud of you, man. And 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 I know all the everybody from the orange and white is proud of you. And you know, I just want I'm just just ecstatic and glad that you you know took the time to to hang out with us today. No, I appreciate you guys having me on, man, for sure. Yeah, and anytime you want to come in and join us uh, in a cave, we will definitely uh, welcome you because, n- first of all, none, neither one of us can stop you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, just let me know, man. Y'all just, I got my number. Y'all give me a call or shoot me a text and let me know, and I'd love to come on. Or, we we'll appreciate we'll definitely, you. Especially with college football stars. We definitely got to get them on when, when the college football starts. So, oh, yeah. so uh, with I'm us a little biased, week- though. I'm just going to tell you, I'm a little biased. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> worry, you wouldn't be the only person on this show that's a little biased. Because <laughs> sometimes I think our show is Tennessee, the Chicago Bears, Chicago Bears. <laughs> and the Cleveland Browns with me. He doesn't even talk about the Jets uh, that much. And I don't talk about... You know what? Since you said that, J.D., the last thing I would say, because I, I I was under Bill Belichick with with New York Jets. What what, what give me give me give me him in thirty seconds. What what show you'll put on that? Thirty seconds. You got to do it. You got to do. I was going to ask you. So it. yeah, tell us, Albert. Say, so, what's my take on uh, Bill Belichick? Yeah, probably the one of the smartest coaches I've ever seen in my life. Like, uh, guy knows football in and out. I mean, he has a very dry uh, sense of humor. But just literally one of the smartest coaches ever. Like, I mean, he's the genius when it comes to football. So, 
But it's all that's, business. It's a hundred percent nothing but business. I mean, that's it. All business. There ain't no cutting up or nothing like that. It's all business with him. You took the words right out of my mouth, literally word for word, bro. We're going to break, man. I just want to say. Thank you, Albert, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you, man. You know, God bless you and your family and beautiful kids of yours, man. And thank you for coming on the Man Cave. And we're going to hit this break and get back to you guys with Houston, We Got a Problem. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports what sets apart voiceamerica.tv from the other video content providers on the internet choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main voiceamerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private tv channel we support multiple media formats so all of your video content can be in one place we offer a number of advertising and video packages for more information visit voiceamerica.tv if you think you've seen online tv like this before let us surprise you Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144, 1-888-346-9144, or send an email to jdharris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Thanks, Cookies Mama. <laughs> anyway, man, we thank my man, Big Albert. Hainsworth coming through and just stopping at the man cave. Love when people just stop by, they grab a sandwich, then they leave. That's how it's supposed to be. But now we got to get into whew, Houston, we got a problem. Houston, we have a problem. That's <laughs> still, I know, uh, we, we, that's, it's so funny. It's, it's just, it's simple, it's funny. You know, you got to like that. Man, my Houston, we got a problem today is. I don't even know how to say this because do you call her a celebrity? Is she a celebrity? It's just because you're an Instagram celebrity. I don't know. Amber Rose, did you see? Did you hear about this? Which thing? Now, don't get me wrong. Amber Rose, she's hot. She's 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 you know she is what it is. But she's famous for nothing, you know. And I hate I, I to me for people who work they ass off and just work and hustle and and you get famous because of what you're famous for. I just don't get it. But anyway. Amber Rose has literally decided to come up with, and it's even got a hashtag, but I'll I'll quote the hashtag. It says, ladies, for those who you don't understand my sarcastic post, and she's talking about Khloe Kardashian, which I don't get into all that stupid stuff, but I saw this post. You will will see this 
summer when I have my own Amber Rose slut walk. Now, the slut walk, in her words, is a way for women to show equality, you know, issues that they deal with every day. You can walk, you can make a sign for the issues that you're passionate about, but they're calling it the slut walk. Now, walk? I have, I have walk, like they're going to walk down the street with the hashtag Amber Rose slut walk. I said it right. Did I say it right? Slut walk. Now, for me, I, I, there's, I can't tell you how many things that's just wrong with this. Like, I'm just surprised. I'm even surprised that women are even going to do it. Like, you see the Instagrams, you see the posts, you see the pictures, and you want people to take it serious, but then you come out with something like this, and then you want to get other women a part of it? Like, just because you fall into that category, why are you going to try to bring everybody else in it? Like, it, you, men can't take that serious. I just don't get it. I just, I, 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 there's a problem. It, I, there's a huge problem if, I, if there's women walking in that. And if there's anybody I know that does it, I'm, man, I wait, delete, defriend, unfriend, whatever you want to call it. It's ridiculous. That's my Houston, we got a problem. Well, I guess my Houston, we have a problem. It goes back to a team that I really like that seems to, for the most part, had kept things stable until the past year. Well, technically that's not true. But Baltimore Ravens, uh, yet another person arrested and cut. This is three for, you know, we're not even counting the Ray Rice deal, but um, they're not playing. The one thing I got to give them credit for they're saving face because soon as you mess up, uh, they are cutting you fast. You're on the street. You're on the street for a DUI. <laughs> yeah, it's like you could have mouthwash in your mouth. It does not matter. It's like what is going on in Baltimore? And if you don't know, you better ask somebody because your butt is on notice. Uh, you had their running back go ahead and get caught. Uh, Pierce. And mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, who's going to run the ball now? Because, mm. you know, you had uh, Victor Hampton, Terrence Cody. They're mm. just, yeah, it, it, it's not looking good over over in BMO. But, no, do you think that's fair, though? I mean, I, I went back to this where I said that how the NFL is becoming their own govern. Like, how can you you fire a dude for a D? Like, how many people would lose their job if they got fired for a DUI? Well, and again, this is Baltimore. The the league itself didn't cut them. They did. It's not doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, it again, it goes back to, and I'm sure you've seen a lot of uh, playbooks and stuff, it's like, it's a privilege to play in the NFL. Right. And, we get that. And so because it's a privilege, you, you're not obligated to play. They're not obligated to draft you. So but see, this goes, you see, this see, see, this, but this goes... Go ahead. Uh, but then I'll say, should that be applied to actors and stuff like that? Or is it, I mean, in other sports, this doesn't happen as much with the suspensions. Like golf, you know, you get a DUI, are you not going to be able to, are you going to get caught, cut from the golf circuit? Right. I mean, there, there. Let's just be real. There's been other players, and we said this earlier in the season. If is there's there's different 
there's different rules for different players. There's, you know, you got Ray Rice that did what he did. He's going to court for it, yada, yada, yada. Do I think possibly he could get on another team? Possibly. But you, you look at that and then you look at a DUI, which is probably the lowest part of the totem pole. He, he could have been, I mean, I don't know what was going on, but I, I, we do know guys by name that actually had DUIs and actually end up, you know, hurting someone, you know, murdering someone and hitting, you know, vehicle homicide and still was able to play football for years after. Or, or coaches. I mean, you go back, uh, you go back to Mike Dicker, you know, he had, right. uh, it's a few people that had it and, you know, and depending on where you get it, it's a little different because, you know, in the state of Arizona, you can have a drink, a glass of wine and you get pulled mm-hmm. over and it's a DUI. driving under the influence. And so, uh, (laughs) which reminds me of a story of a group of people I know. And it's funny we're talking about this because I have a level of frustration. And if you know me, everyone knows I might have a glass of wine, but that's it. Mm -hmm. And that just started when I was 35. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, Over the course I had, uh, was a DD for a group of people, and uh, I knew one person involved uh, that I was driving, and they were friends of my friend, and it was funny. They ended up, it's not funny, they ended up getting sick, uh, throwing up over at my place. Uh, One person was, you know, they had to get driven back. It was very expensive uh, with Uber at that time because it was Super Bowl weekend, so 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm driving people back, things like that. And, you know, with the stuff that was ruined and the things that they said that they were going to take care of at my house, they seem like, first of all, I'm dealing with more than one drunk person. So there's an issue with that. <laughs> and then just the, it was one of the friends of the friend said, basically, like, because they didn't hold up their part. I should have been honored or I should have been like, uh, in a sense, cool with them acting the way they did. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was like. Yeah. 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 You had a glass of wine and you were doing a favor and driving them home. But no, I didn't have a glass stuff. of wine that oh, day. You I- didn't have a. OK. OK. You didn't have one that time. So they kicked it. But again, it, it was it was like, oh, you should. You know, basically, you should be cool that you drove us around. I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> yeah, we were a trip. Yeah, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna say the names of those people. We're just gonna keep it. At that. <laughs> Go ahead and link them to this iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> I make famous. I'm gonna make you famous, right? Boy, I tell you what. I tell you what. <laughs> oh man. Well, hey, that was that was that was an awesome show today with uh, with Albert. I love that. Have you filled out your bracket? That's what we should have asked them. You know what? I haven't filled out my. I haven't even, dude. I, I I'm a I'm a sort of kind of basketball guy. So you know, I'm, I'm still. That's the that's the great thing about the man cave. You ain't got to be good at anything, but you got at least know a little bit about everything. So I know enough to know who to pick. So who sort would of. you? Who? Yeah, because I'm I'm gonna ask you. Who's your top two teams or final four teams? I'm gonna just say Kentucky. One that's who I think is going to take it, and to be honest, I don't even know or even care who the other people are. Well, I have Wisconsin winning it all. Oh, Bo Ryan, 
who was actually coaching basketball at Platteville back when we were both at the Bears. He was the basketball coach at, at the University of Platteville. And mm. uh, he, uh, he won na- nine national championships at the Division three level. And, you know, Wisconsin is balling out right now. So I have – that's going to be my upset. I would like to win a bracket – and then I don't know if I'll ever, ever, ever do the show again. Maybe if I make enough money, I could just hang with Albert and suit. Man. He said, <laughs> all that money. He said, no. I, well, while you're doing all that, I'll be catching up on my house of cards. So whatever. You know what? Yeah. I, I'm glad you said house of cards. I was about to revoke your man cl- uh, cave card. No, I wasn't going to say no reality show, no Mary, what Mary Jane? None of that. My wife watches all that stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't care for it. Sorry. Well, we know Ray won't be excited about the Final Four, everyone, but we still love him, nope. and we still will allow you in the cave next week. Um, so we're pretty much, hey, we're about to get ghost. Time to go yeah. to Cairo. <laughs> I see you, buddy. All right, have a good one, you guys. Talk Thanks for you. tuning in. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> All right, we're just about out of here, but make sure you come on back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. East, 3 p.m. West for another edition of The Man Cave with J.D. Harris and Ray Austin on the Voice America Sports Channel. See you soon.